Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season six, episode 13, If You Leave. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Manny's parents want her to come home after the tragedy at Emma's house. And to Emma's surprise, Manny agrees. She can't seem to tell Manny how she feels, though, since Manny's got a spirit squad competition and a brand new boyfriend to balance. Emma can't hide the fact that she feels ignored. And when she thinks JT's death is being glossed over, she decides she really doesn't have to hide her feelings at all. <laughs> I did the dramatic pause because they did the dramatic sentence. pause. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I mean, it leaves out the B plot, but whatever. Yeah. It's not saying anything about finally, like the final episode for Dylan. Does, is Dylan still in the show? He must come back. I, I don't. He's like hasn't left yet. I'm sure they will say final episode of Dylan somewhere on here i'm looking now and i don't see it for a while i don't know maybe we'll have to imdb it because i don't want to miss his eulogy if it has mm, to that's exist a good point. yeah well imdb and figure it out um and anyway <laughs> before we do that we can talk about the episode title so the episode title if you leave is based on a 1986 song by orchestral maneuvers in the dark aka omd and it really just makes me think of Pretty in Pink because the song was written for Pretty in Pink and it plays during the last scene of Pretty in Pink. So it just makes me think of Ducky. Um, oh, Ducky. <laughs> and, but I think this actually maybe makes more sense for the B plot than yeah. the A plot. I mean, I guess maybe, although Manny's like, JT leaving. has left us. Also, Manny is Manny leaving. is moving out of Emma's house. Yeah. But it seems more in line with um, Marco having to face Dylan, potentially moving away to Switzerland, which we don't find out until the end of their plot, but I don't know. It's fitting regardless. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So let's just get into it. Um, the episode starts with the Spirit Squad practicing in the gym because the cheer Metro finals are coming up. And also, like, where did the guys go? I thought they were going to try to add guys to the Spirit Squad. I guess that didn't happen. Well, I mean, the only guy that they really wanted to use that was good enough was Peter. And Peter kind of burned those bridges right <laughs> to the fucking ground. That is very true. I mean, I'm glad he's not there. Same. Um but they're practicing, and they're, and Darcy's like, oh, my God, Manny, you're a miracle worker. Like, yay. Apparently, Darcy loves everyone now. She loves Manny now. She loves Mia now. She's just a love fest, except for Emma, who walks in and says, hey. And Darcy and Shantae just, like, look at her and keep walking. Yeah, and Emma's like, oh, I guess if I'm not a Spirit Squad ca like member, I'm invisible or something like that. And she and Manny are talking, and Manny's talking about how this competition is, like, scaling Everest with pom-poms. Which, like, I mean, come on. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's, it's not even, like, a good metaphor, like, in the cheerleading world. Like, it's just, it, it, it's barely a thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, some comp Like, they need to win some competition to get to another competition? I don't really know what's happening. That Emma is like, okay, sure, yeah, whatever. I can't believe you're doing this without JT. Yeah, she says without JT, which, like, I get that he was the mascot, but he wasn't really that involved in the Spirit Squad. Was yeah, he? I mean, the He I was around. Like, yeah. But it's not like he was on the Spirit Squad and they're doing it without him. Well, I think the mascot's technically a part of the Spirit Squad. It's part of the whole deal. 
Like, I'm pretty sure you bring your mascots with you to, like, cheer competitions and stuff. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. know. Carly, let me know. But I'm pretty sure that's a thing that happens. I know in college, I think it was part of the whole thing. Because I knew people who were in the marching band and the golden girls which wasn't the cheer team but it was the dance team was technically a part of the marching band and so was the mascot and it was like one entity and they all traveled together i don't really know <laughs> that, again showing some insight into my past and how cool i was i was <laughs> friends with the marching band in college i mean sure why not i would have been friends with the marching band if we had a marching band i'm sure i yeah i lived with three people who were in marching mizzou shout out anyway um yeah and emma is still and it's like everyone is still reeling from the death which makes 100 percent sense yeah we find out it's been two weeks yes it's been two weeks and man and emma asks manny if she wants to do something after school and but manny's like oh no i'm actually i'm busy i'm meeting somebody and I was like, oh, your new Lakers boyfriend, Damien. But then Manny's mom walks in the gym. And apparently Manny is going to talk to her about potentially moving back in again, which I think is nice. Yeah, I thought so, too. And I like I saw Emma's face and I was like, no, Emma, be supportive. This is yeah. a good thing. She should go back home to her parents. Totally. You know, and it's like it's progress that they are reaching out to her yes. and asking her to come home. And they're like seeing that. Like, being with your family is more important than some of the stuff they've gone through in the past, which is nice. Totally. And they want to make amends. But Emma's like, oh, okay. Um, and then the theme song plays, and JT's still in it, and we cry. Oh, I, well, just take him out. Just take him out. It hurts my heart. Catching his little mascot head. Oh, man. I just... My heart hurts. <sighs> Seriously. Um, but then after the theme song where, uh, uh, Manny is packing up her stuff and, and Emma's being kind of s- like snippy. Yeah, totally. That's, like, that's the word my I was shirt. Thinking. And she's like, I know cause you wore it all summer with my strappy sandals. And I'm like, get over it, Emma. Um, and Manny's like, it's like, I, this is a good thing. Please be supportive. Um, and I'm going to be here all the time anyway. Like, it's yeah, good. Like, please like, be happy for me. Yeah. Cause Emma's like, I'm going to miss you. Manny's like, I'm. Like, we're still going to see each other all the time. Yeah. Which, like, I understand Emma's worry. Emma, we have learned over time, doesn't do great with grief and trauma, which no. nobody does. I mean, it's grief and trauma. Yeah. Um, But it, it's, I feel like Emma's one of those people that it's really bad for her to be alone after something like that. Totally. You know, so. She kind of clings to everyone around her. She needs a person. Which yeah. I I totally get that. Yeah. So it's like, so Manny leaving in this moment, while it's good for Manny, I understand that, like, it's not good for Emma. So Emma's probably freaking out. Because Emma's going to take it as being abandoned and when it's not that. Yeah. Um. Oh, Emma. Emma needs therapy. Oh, f- yeah. They all do. Let's be real. Seriously. <laughs> they all need to be seeing Miss Sauve a lot more often. Seriously. Or Miss Sauve needs to, like, recommend long-term mental health care yeah because otherwise she's to the children she's gonna have her goddamn hands fall i mean she already does i know she's dealing with like school-wide traumas on a regular basis it's crazy anyway then we hop to the b plot oh do we want to go to the fashion police because my first note in the b plot is marco's haircut (laughs) 
Yes, absolutely. Um. Oh, also, I like Emma is wearing what's it called? Argyle, the like diamond yeah. plaid. She's wearing Argyle at the beginning, and I really like that. I feel like it's a it's a good pattern for Emma. It's like it's very much like it fits in with her personality, mm-hmm. and it's not too much. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't get too like early mid two thousands. Marco is wearing a lot of argyle and polos and like argyle layered over polos and all of the polos have their collars popped. He's like looking very, very preppy. And I think it's like college Marco's trying to be more mature and studious looking. All of his looks are kind of in line with that. Yeah. It's not my favorite Marco look. It's also not my favorite Marco haircut, but I don't hate the haircut. I don't hate the haircut. It's not bad. It's just... I, I mean, his face is so pretty that like so any pretty. haircut looks fine on him usually, <laughs> except for when he has cornrows. Oh my God. Never <laughs> forget. Speaking of pretty and hair, Dylan's hair is darker. Yeah, it's like brown. Well, I think that that's how we know that he's leaving the show because he probably got another gig that he needs to have darker hair for. <laughs> or he got... Or he's like, I don't need to keep my hair blonde anymore for this gig like yeah which i don't know if what his natural hair color is totally um but it doesn't look bad it's just like it's just surprising like oh, it's when it happens yeah because we're so used to blonde dylan because he's Paige's brother totally um spinner and jimmy still have their t-shirt thing happening they just don't have a store anymore as evidenced by jimmy still wearing the t-shirts and they're like have boxes all around them. Yeah, and at one point Marco says, "Do you have a single boy discount?" Which is a weird sentence. <laughs> um, Manny is wearing this red outfit. Oh yeah, I don't like that. I didn't with, care. It's for like it. the with the sweater with like the super scoop neck that like yeah. goes down too far, so you have to wear a shirt under it but she wears like a weird frilly button up under it yeah it's like it could be a look but it's instead not great i'm not into it i I think it's also just the color is too red i don't know because it's kind of like a librarian look and like that type material it's like almost like a spandexy material and in that color red it's like it's not really doing what the look is i don't know um <laughs> queen kwan's hair looks amazing so good it was nice to see her again uh sean wears a lot of plaid but he also uh, at the basket or at the cheerleading thing he's i like his um like v-necky baseball long sleeve shirt type of look i don't know totally. that shirt looked good on him yeah I'd agree with that. I mean, he looks good and everything. Um, The Spirit Squad uniforms. Oh, my God. I have so many notes. Well, first of all, Emma's wearing a cute, like, army green jacket that I'm into, Um, which is before that. But, yeah, the Spirit Squad uniforms. Goddamn. All right. So, first of all, they're wearing shorts. And I know they talked about the short shorts, but I thought that was just for practice. Normally, you wear a skirt for cheering. Yeah. Um, they're wearing short shorts. They also look like a different color slash material than like the their tops. It's definitely a different color and a different material. Like it's like spandexy. It's the, it's, yeah, it's like spandexy, and the top is like the normal like Spirit cheer squad. uniform yeah. material, and I, and they're like they're kind of crop tops, but not really crop tops, and the materials don't match, and the blues don't match. It looks really weird. It doesn't look good. I'm and like, the, this is what you spent Darcy's like. Like, perv money on <laughs> pervy money on because that seems like you did not get your money's worth also the lakehurst cheerleaders had similar 
looks. Yeah, it was like basically the same thing, except the reds matched and the shirts were shorter. Well, no, their shirts, some of their tops were shorter and some of them weren't. They they had varying lengths of their tops. It was not uniform at all. It was weird. which is the entire point of wearing a uniform. Yeah, it's like like they just got one size and the tall girls, they were like, whatever, it's fine. (laughs) You can deal with this. Um, Damien is wearing a newsboy cap that I'm not a fan of. Oh God, I didn't even notice. I was so wrapped up <laughs> like in the drama. The fight. <laughs> I was so wrapped up in it that I didn't even notice. Oh, I also was not a fan of Dylan's like camo sweatshirt, but I remember those being very, those being a thing at this time. Yeah, that was definitely a thing. That's all I think I have. That's though. all I have too. There wasn't a ton of fashion. No, but. Um, Marco and Dylan, basically they're like, Dylan gets home and Marco's like, oh, like, I feel like I haven't seen you. And Dylan's like, oh, whatever. We live together. I'm going out with my friends. Bye. And the whole premise of the B plot is like, we don't spend enough time with each other. And Marco gets paranoid about it, which I think is warranted. Yeah. He has a history. Um, I don't love the way he deals with it, but he, (laughs) you know, I think it's, I think it's a very valid worry. Um, but yeah, I was I wrote I was like Dylan was definitely distancing himself. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and then the next scene, Manny and Darcy approach Mia, and they're like, "Hey, Mia, you've been MIA from the Spirit Squad for too long. Like, we want you back on it." And Mia's like, "Um, hello. Two weeks ago, my boyfriend was murdered. Like, I don't want to do anything, especially if Lakers is going to be there." Because surprise, surprise, like their next competition is going to be against Lakehurst. Um, yeah. So I was like, like, they just go at her with like cheeriness and peppiness. And I'm like, mm. why is that making sense to you as the right move? Yeah. Because I can't. I'm not seeing like a world in which that is like going to be well received. No. And Mia's like basically go fuck yourself yeah and then i think and then emma overhears and she's like wait lakehurst is coming to degrassi and mia's like yeah it's awful like i feel like we should protest and emma's like i can't do that to manny i was i was just like mia's totally like stoking emma's sjw fire oh totally like just the word of protest and emma's like protest (laughs) like you can just see (laughs) it in her eyes yeah and then um and then in the front and then i think after school emma sean and manny are outside and manny's like oh i have a date with damien and sean is like oh yeah ask him how his friend drake is doing um aka the guy who killed jt and aka dark archie yes um and And manny's like they're not even friends which we're like how real is that but okay (laughs) um and sean is still like whatever because he's sean um, and then Emma's like, okay, well, after your date, like, we should have a girls' night. Like, come over. We'll watch Dr. McDreamy. And I'm like, of course they watch Grey's. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Like, girl, same. Um, I keep saying um today. There's something going on with me. I don't know. So Manny, yeah, so Manny's going to go to Emma's and watch after her date. McDreamy. And then Manny's like, and we'll have popcorn with extra ketchup powder. To which I say, what? <laughs> That must be a Canadian thing. It's definitely a Canadian thing. Hashtag maybe it's different. (laughs) Like, I feel like ketchup chips are a thing. Yeah. What the fuck is ketchup powder? I don't know. It must be. I guess it's a seasoning you can put on popcorn. Is it like Old Bay? 
Probably, but probably not as good. Oh my god. Did I tell you that I went to um oh my god, old bay. Did I tell you that I went to like I a just New Orleans old bay seasoning immediately from my <laughs> spice shelf? It was like within arm's reach. Because I have a, I have a Maryland in my blood. You do. I went to a New Orleans restaurant and I had like just like half a pound of shrimp covered in old bay. That sounds amazing. That was literally all I it There's was perfect. This place on Seamless that um has old bay seasoned fries and i'm like <gasps> um always oh and forever <laughs> oh my god we need to eat old bay chips those are crab chips are the the best thing in my life we need to go to maryland um i'm going in july <laughs> uh anyway let's just we can make trouble plans later okay but um, <laughs> I, I don't like, know what ketchup powder I was like, is. I was like thinking like what in july ketchup powder sounds horrible but I fine i'm actually going i think it's on your birthday weekend because my dad is having a birthday thing or um. like his 50th celebration that weekend if you want to come you can but i i know you like to do stuff like on your birthday so i don't know I'm, I might just go to Maryland to celebrate my birthday Honestly, with you. Honestly, I could just take you with me. And by then, I think Allegra will be here. And we can like <sighs> bust down to Maryland for your birthday and my dad's birthday, even though it's like a couple months after my dad's birthday. But then we can like drink with my dad. <laughs> I'm super on board for that plan. I can make people do stuff for my birthday the weekend after or do nothing. Perfect. Or they can do nothing. Okay. I mean, we're literally just planning this on the podcast. I don't even know if I'm going to keep this in. It's fine. But when we go, when we go to California, uh, and we stay with my dad, I can we can talk to him about that. Yeah, I'm on board. Boom. Perfect. Nailed it. Down. Now I don't have to feel bad about missing your birthday. I I honestly I was like I think I'd rather just go with Holland for this thing and celebrate my birthday with Holland than cool with, with other taking, humans. Cool with taking the day the day off of I think it's the day of the twenties. It's that Friday. Um, yeah, I'm probably taking that day off. Yeah, because that's the fine. Dinner, I think, is on that Friday. Yeah, I'm down. Anyway, <laughs> just making travel plans. Making travel plans. We're already going on a one-year anniversary trip <laughs> on accident. <laughs> it just <laughs> happens to coincide <laughs> with our one-year anniversary of the podcast. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> we we're married. So they so Manny and Ketchup Powder Emma. Yeah, they make plans for after Manny's date, and they're like Grey's Anatomy and Ketchup Powder. Sure, which is like our Grey's Anatomy and Old Bay, basically. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Although I don't know, we've never really watched Grey's Anatomy together, except when we were like drunk and falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> or hungover and eating breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's how we watch Grace together. <laughs> hungover, eating breakfast, drunk, falling asleep. <laughs> and waiting for chicken to go to, to my apartment. <laughs> Just falling asleep, waiting for chicken. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. Because this chicken place opened up near my apartment and I walked past it. And I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> chicken, chicken. I've not ordered chicken since. <laughs> the idea of chicken now turns my stomach. Yeah, because <laughs> it reminds me of being drunk slash hungover. Yep. Anyway, then, We're doing great. then Spinner, Jimmy, and Marco are hanging out and playing video games. And then Marco is talking about how he's dealing with, like, emotionally distant boyfriend problems. Yeah, because Jimmy, like, 
picks up on his mood right away. He's like, you haven't asked us to play karaoke revolution once. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Which like, I love how that's like the gauge. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I love that. Of course, like Marco will come along with them to play video games and he'll like do, he'll like take part, but also be like, but you know what we should really do? <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> Which I love same, it. Same. And then Spinner's like, does he have a my room page? Because <laughs> Spinner's now convinced that if there are any problems in your relationship, it probably has to do with the my room page because that's what happened with his breakup. I love how much he brings it up in this episode. <laughs> I know, it's my favorite part of this entire episode is Spinner says my room page no less than four times. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jimmy is like, things are like, I'm sure it's fine. You just got to like, it'll be fine. Like go with the four C's candles cooking cologne and chill like nobody is immune to that i'm like i love jimmy's wooing methods you know what i'd fall for it if it was jimmy oh totally because he's like and he looks so smooth when he says it i'm like damn it jimmy it's like the degrassi version of netflix and chill netflix and the four c's um not a bad like connection yeah because my next note is jimmy has game which like (laughs) of course he does and then Manny and Damien are at the mall, which why do all these people go on dates to the mall? Because it's high school. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I went on a lot of dates to the mall. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Almost all my dates were at the mall. So I should not judge these people. I grew up in New Jersey. All of my dates were at the mall. I met a boyfriend <laughs> at the mall once. Like, Of course. Of course I did. Of course. That's amazing. Of course I did. Um, um, yeah. So they're then, on a date at the mall. And then she's like, oh, I got to leave soon. Like Emma and I are hanging out tonight. And he's like, oh, really? Already? Like, I really want to hang out with you. I wanted to like talk to you. I wanted to get to know you. And Manny's like, oh, most guys don't hang out with me for the conversation or something. And she's like, I'm not like most guys. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I just fine i was like he seems sweet whatever yeah and then she calls emma and is like oh my mom i came home and my parents don't want me to leave again sorry i'm like do we really need to lie i'm sure it's not out of the blue for you to call your friend to be like hey so sorry like i really want to hang out with damien more like i'll fill you in all the details and be like sorry i'm an awful friend bye like i feel like that's something you would do in high school like it's not out of the ordinary yeah probably but emma also is like would get pissed off emma would be really mad so i can understand manny lying even though it's like a shitty thing to do and also like it's shitty to bail on your best friend for a guy that you've been dating for five minutes true but it's uh, but that also makes sense for manny it totally makes sense (laughs) for manny it's very on brand for manny um and then marco is like sitting at the table with his candles lit and the dinner made and dylan's come has come home late and Marco's sad about it. Yeah, and he's like, sorry, my seminar ran late. And Marco's like, well, you could have called. And he's like, well, my phone died. Um, and, and, then, then, and then Marco mentions that Ellie is out with some people we've never heard of. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember who he said. Me neither. But I just wrote, Ellie has other friends. <laughs> Good for her. And Good then, um, And then they start having, they start to have a nice dinner. And then Marco's talking about how maybe like next year they can find a place just the two of them and dylan's like oh yeah i know like like oh yeah whatever who knows what'll happen in a year and being like really like non-committal and distant 
And then his phone rings and he's like, oh, no, sorry, I have to take this. And Marco's like, I thought your phone died. He's like, oh, it must have regained power or something. Because it's a zombie phone. (laughs) And then he like walks off on his phone and Marco's sad and it's not great. And then we're like, maybe he is cheating. But Degrassi just classically duping us. us on. Yep. And then the next day at school, Manny and Emma are in English class. And Emma's like, oh, it's like, it's too bad you couldn't come over last night. And Manny's like, oh, yeah, my parents. And she and Ma- Emma's like, yeah, your dad seemed really worried when he called me last night looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> and Manny's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. Wait, did you tell him? And she's like, I covered for you. Don't worry. Which is nice that she's still going to cover for her, well, even she's though. she's still her best friend. Well, yeah. She's, Emma knows. Emma knows the deal. And I feel like, like that's I just like, like Damien so much, which like fine, whatever. He seems kind of boring, but OK, he does. Um, Yeah, Emma's a good friend. And also, I think it's shown like Emma's growth since they were true. Younger. She's not because, spiteful. Exactly. Like well, not as spiteful. Yeah. I mean, I feel like season one or two, Emma would have told her parents. True. Because um, she was mad or whatever. Um, And then. Oh, also, this is when they're with Queen Quan, right? Yeah. Also, I'm learning just, about King Lear. I was going to Shakespeare. Just, I just wanted to point <laughs> out they're finally reading a different book, but it's still Shakespeare. <laughs> so fine. OK. Um, and then Manny proposes a double date um, with Sean and Emma and Damien and her to like smooth things over. She's like, I really like him. Like, I really want you guys to like him. Like, separate him from Lakehurst, please. Um, and that planning happens. And we all know that it will not end well. Yeah. And then Marco is at home and Dylan like has an alert on his email. And Marco, of course, reads it because it's Degrassi. It's that that like email alert noise is so long. Like that wouldn't be an email alert. No, it's like a ring. It sounded like a phone was ringing. Yeah, I thought his phone was ringing and he was going to answer it. And then he like checked his email. I was like, what was (laughs) that? Weird. And then he sees that like he's Dylan's been commuting, communicating with some guy named Julian. And like the emails say, like, don't call the house, call my cell phone. I'll meet you at this bar tomorrow at four or something like that. And Marco's like, oh no, what's happening? Is he cheating on me again? Which, fair. Also, great Marco. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. Um, and then we're at the dot. We're at the dot and with on the double date and it's kind of awkward and by kind of you mean super awkward and because damien like reaches out his hand to shake sean's hand and sean just like looks at it for two beats and then shakes it and he just like he's like just not really holding back at and all sean is like so how are things at lakehurst and damien's like i don't know fine and sean's like oh really because things have been really tough here because one of your classmates murdered somebody at our school. He's like, oh, really? Things are bad. Things are fine while one of your students is in jail. Right. It's like, Sean, you were just in jail. Like, like literally half a season ago in jail. And then Manny Although not for murder. freaks out. That's true. Almost murder. Nearly for manslaughter. <laughs> he was nearly in jail for vehicular manslaughter. But, but it was just a hit and run, which <laughs> didn't even need to be a hit and run. It could have just been an accidental hit. <laughs> yep but whatever whatever any who 
it's tense. And then Mia sees Damien. She's like, oh, how's Drake? And Damien's like, um, I don't know. How would I know? And Mia's like, I went to Lakers. Don't even try it. Like, I know you guys are friends. Like, And she says, save your lives for somebody who will buy them. And which, like, Mia, so dramatic forever, which is just, I live for it. I love dramatic Mia. <laughs> I, she's so extra, and I love it so much. So extra. And then I think Damien leaves, and Manny is like, you guys, like, what are you doing? Like, stop being so judgmental. Meh. Yeah, she says she says to Emma that she's glad that she moved out so she doesn't have to see her mean, judgmental, stuck-up little face. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But, like, kind of true. Super true. And then they pan in on Emma's mean, mean judgmental, <laughs> stuck-up <laughs> little face. It's a beautiful <laughs> face, but it is all those things. Yes. And then the next day, they're in uh, Mr. Simpson's class, and they're still bickering, and Emma talks about how she thinks that the cheer competition should be canceled. Well, first there's the Darcy is like on the morning announcements talking about the cheer competition. And then she's like the city finals. And I'm like, that's not a thing. (laughs) Like out of if like, okay. As far as regional things, the the lowest you go is regionals. Or like like, in your school district or something. Yeah. But that's what regionals. Yeah. District, regionals, state. well, national. Yeah, it's like you're like within the schools you compete against anyway, and then it like widens out a little bit more, and then it like goes to state. Yeah, right? but it would never be city. Yeah, no. I mean, for, I mean, for, maybe, maybe in Canada they do. Maybe but I that don't doesn't know. make sense. But for dance team, we did like regional, state, nationals. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it was that was confusing. And then, yeah, then they then Emma's like, well, this should be canceled. Like, what do you what is this even for? And Mr. Simpson is like, settle down. Like, this is not a time for to have this debate. Our next unit is video podcasting before the scene ends. And that Which was like, we were like, what? <laughs> um, I don't know. And, and like Emma's whole reaction, like. I don't know. Like, I know that it's about JT, but also like, like I wrote like Emma, this is barely about JT for you. Like, because it's, it's also about that. She's mad at Manny. Yeah. For abandoning her. Yeah. So it's like the root of it is JT, but it's become not really about JT, but she's still using JT like as the example. Exactly. But Toby is on board. So yeah, Toby's like, we can go one year without cheerleading or something. Yeah. Uh, poor Toby. Poor Toby. And then we're back with, Marco and Jimmy and Spinner and Marco is freaking out about the emails and telling them about it and he's like I went on like I saw it on the computer and Spinner's like it is a my room page the thing is an online abyss man it like freaks out about this this whole like crazy obsessed with my room (laughs) Spinner is my favorite kind of Spinner like, Spinner never changed. Just be this version of you forever. Gotta love him. It and then, brings me so much joy. And Marco's like, no, I read his email, and he's meeting some guy named Julian. He's cheating on me again. They're meeting at this bar at four. And then they're like, that sucks. And he's like, I guess I need to book a table for three, because we're yeah. all going to go confront him together. I just, I, oh, my God. But, well, Jimmy's like, well, you don't know that that's what he's doing. And Marco is like, well, I hope they booked a table for three because, like, he's oh, right, going to be right, there. Right, right, right. Um, although, like, I think that he should have sent 
Jimmy and Spinner and been like, you guys like yeah. spy yeah. and see if it seems like a sexy thing or if it's just like colleagues. Right. Because <laughs> like he has friends outside of Marco, but he is being weird and secretive. I don't know. I don't think Marco handled it well, but at least like everything came out. But yeah, he says that lame. I hope he booked a table for three line. <laughs> I'm like, cool. This will end great. And then we're at the cheerleading competition. And their uniforms are so weird. And their dancing is bad. Can I talk about this for like a minute? Yeah. I'm just, it's not good. They can't really like keep time with each other. And none of their moves are advanced. Like they don't, they start off with like everyone doing like a mediocre tuck jump. Like they're not even doing a toe touch. They're not doing anything. They the music is also does not sound like music you would use in a cheer routine. No, the music is it's not like some girl pop song. It's not good. And yeah, no, their big like starting move is a tuck jump. I'm like, okay. Um, and then their end move for the girl who's being lifted, she's doing she like she is on one foot. I'll give her that. Like that's awesome. She's on one foot and they're holding the foot. But she's she is just holding her knee to the side instead of like doing a heel stretch. Yeah, I don't know. Which is yeah, like it's, Carly, email us. Carly, email us and like help me because she's like just holding her knee. She's not doing a full heel stretch. She's just like standing there. Yeah, it's kind. Of, yeah, it's kind of awkward looking. They're just. It's not good. We watched the whole thing and it's not good. Yeah, and that, but that, but you know who doesn't agree with that? The, the judges, because <laughs> they give them a nine point for some puts fucking them in reason. The lead. And also, like Emma and Sean are there, and Mia's there. like all these people who are so pissed off about this cheerleading competition are still there. And I'm like, yeah, the people who are so mad about the fact that this is happening and that Lakehurst is coming to your school. Like, why are you still going to the thing? Like if, boycott it. Yeah. Like boycott. Like that would send probably a more powerful message than like being there and then chanting like, go home Lakehurst later, which is what happens. Yeah. I mean, I mean, both are protests, but boycotting is also a form of protest. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> And if they got there and the bleachers were empty, I feel like that would have been pretty effective. Yeah, totally. Um, but then we are at the bar and oh <laughs> Marco God. comes up. Marco's in rare like, form. And it's like, what's going on here? And Dylan's like, Marco. And he's like, shut up, Curly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and like, he's you like, know, he comes in and he's like, raring to go. And like Dylan's like, what are you doing? And he's like, whatever. Who is this? Which is <laughs> a great line. And then he just shut up, Carly. And it's just so good. He's like, you know, he has a boyfriend and it's me and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember exactly what he says. But Dylan's like, Marco, this guy is from Zurich, whatever the fuck. He's scouting me for a hockey team. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and Marco looks like he's going to cry and throw up at the same time. Oh, no. Baby Marco. Baby Marco. Um, And then we're back at the cheer competition and then Lakehurst starts going. And then Emma is like, you know what? And then starts chanting, go home, Lakehurst. And then Mia joins in and everyone in like the Degrassi stand start chanting, go home, Lakehurst. And it's a whole. And then the Lakehurst cheerleading team like starts messing up because of it. And then. And they're. But before they start messing up, their routine is somehow worse than Degrassi's. <laughs> So I don't even remember. Degrassi would have probably beaten them. I was mostly looking at their like 
inconsistent shirt lengths. <laughs> <laughs> Which were just out of control. And then and then they're like outside of the competition and Manny approaches Emma and her like group who form behind her and she's like what are you doing like is this what you wanted like I can't believe you would do this and Emma's like you guys won though and Manny's like stop making this about whatever I don't know they start fighting they're fighting and then it turns into like the lamest mosh pit I've ever seen (laughs) like uh Sean starts uh, Damien intervenes and Sean like kind of goes after him and then fucking Miss H like comes in and breaks up the fight like a fucking boss she's a badass <laughs> i love ms h and she's like get out of here except for the degrassi people like you're staying here i need to talk to you i think it was also just to like make nothing violent happen she's like you guys are all staying in the gym until everyone else is yeah, gone yeah, yeah, yeah i think it was like kind of like a let's not let anything like what happened two weeks ago happen again right and then the next scene, Mr. Simpson is talking to Emma and he's like, I can't believe you did this. I'm so disappointed in you. I mean, I feel like he should be more understanding because we know that Emma doesn't deal well with. Yeah, but laws. he's also making all of the valid points. No, he definitely is. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've been doing so much yelling that I'm like, anytime people are protesting, I'm like, cool, do you, man? <laughs> But there, but the thing is that their protest is misguided. I is I feel like because Absolutely. it's because then they're talking and Emma's like Lakers killed JT and Mr. Simpson's like no one person from Lakers killed JT again. I don't understand the weird school loyalty like us Me against neither. them violence thing. Me neither. Like, some like dumb kid killed your friend that is shitty i understand like be mad at that guy be mad at that situation be Be mad mad at that guy and that guy's friends yeah definitely be mad at that guy's friends for instigating for instigating that whole thing for creating the entire situation for like no reason basically but like it's not the school's fault and it's not like anyone who goes to that school like it's not like they endorsed it happening like that is one person who did something on their own volition. And Mr. Simpson basically says that. And he's also, and then he also talks about how because Emma's upset, she's blame. Like he says, you can't blame Manny. Like you're taking out your anger on her because she wanted to do this competition and you're mad and upset and don't want Lakehurst at the school because you associate them with what happened, which makes sense, but it's also not it's like you should separate those two things totally and he's just he's like you can't blame manny she is your best friend like you need to stop punishing her for this because she's also upset that jt died and like you you need to work through this in a different way and i'm like mr simpson fucking wise as hell he gets it i love him me too and then the next scene, we're back at Dylan and Marco's house, and Dylan and Marco is upset that Dylan might leave, and upset that Dylan didn't tell him. And Dylan is like, "Like you wouldn't even un- you wouldn't understand. Like you don't like I just want you to be proud of me. Like you see hockey as my dumb hobby, but it's my life." 
and he just wants Marco to be supportive. So they both have been like going like Dylan should have told Marco about it, but I understand why he was scared if he doesn't think that Marco is supportive of it. Yeah, because he's like, I don't even know if I'm going to go. And Marco's like, you should go. And I am proud of you. And they're so sweet. Yeah, they're so cute. And he's like, this is like an opportunity knocking or breaking down the door like you have to go. And he's like, well, how long until you go? And Dylan's like, I don't know, a couple of weeks. And he's like, all right, well, we're going to make it the best couple of weeks ever. And I'm like, I love them. It's so sweet. They're so cute. Oh, I love it. And they're so pretty. I know. We should look up the IMDb now and see if. Um. Okay. And then, you know, so they talk it out and they're like, oh, we'll just make the best two weeks ever. Because apparently his work visa is going to be expedited. Who knows? Um, and then Emma has apparently called Manny to like come meet her. And Manny's like, why did you want to meet here? And she's like, this is where he died, this curb. And I'm like, oh, man, that is so close to Emma's house. It is at Emma's house. I forget. Because remember in the beginning of the episode, Emma's like, like my, my house, house is, is a, a yeah like a see like a murder scene and the police are still talking to us about it i forgot like because i guess because like at night and they were like at his car and it was like across the street so it didn't yeah, really it like look outside. like emma's house yeah but like when they were there like in the daytime and i was like oh it is at emma's house yeah that he died like that's fucking bonkers it's weird to think about but it's, it's like, super yeah. weird um so they're at and she's like this is where he died and she basically apologizes and she's like you know i've been taking it out on you and i'm really sorry and 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 manny says something really sweet which is i um god what she is says it? everything we've been through we've done together don't go changing the formula now i thought that like, was really oh, sweet i know i so I, I wrote it down i thought it was super cute um and but yeah it was very sweet and i love and they make up and they're like we need to get well we're gonna get through this together like we're not really mad at each other we're just upset about the situation and then it ends and it's great also this is not dylan's last episode he still has two more to go <laughs> okay good so then we don't have to eulogize him yet no i just man he died at her house it's crazy i know it's awful oh, i'm still sad about jt i know but that's the end of the episode oh man uh we have a youtube comment um from queen music forever six months ago uh why are they cheerleaders so stiff they literally have no pep like the fuck <laughs> Which, true life seriously um okay spirit squad captain of the episode i think i might go with mr simpson because he's just like he just like lays out the whole thing and is like emma stopping stupid you can't blame Manny. You can't blame Lakehurst. You need to get over this shit. <laughs> totally. Um, I'm going to go with Spinner because he made me laugh a lot. <laughs> he does have a My Room page. <laughs> Just, I don't know. No one was great in this episode. So yeah. uh, Spinner because he was funny. Although I was mostly team Manny because me too. she just wanted to fucking cheer. I know. I get it. I'm with you. Um, ship of the episode, Marco and Dylan. Because they're adorable. They're so cute. At the end. They're so cute. It's so supportive. I know. Oh, my it's God. It's so pretty. Don't break Again, up. You're so beautiful. so pretty. Beautiful. Um, also, honorable mention to Sean and Emma, because they're just both 
they're like both fiery terrible as together. Hell. <laughs> they're just neither of them has any chill. Yeah. It's like it's like, yeah, they do make sense. <laughs> totally. They both like have their things where they just like jump to conclusions and they're just like on a war path without thinking about things. <laughs> totally. Um and then moral of the episode. Don't don't take d- stuff don't out. take your anger out yeah. on people who don't deserve it, I guess. Totally. Um Yeah, I think that works. Yeah. Don't jump to conclusions. Yeah. Both um, of those are good. Yeah. Grapevine. Grapevine. Um, we got to talk to one of our Patreon supporters. Yes. So we to talk to Callie, uh, one of our Patreon supporters, um, for a guest spot. So I guess we can just plop it in right here. Yeah. And we talked about her Degrassi background. We talked about the N. We And just like about various like Degrassi things. We talked about Next Class a lot too. About yeah, like we kind of what to expect and her thoughts on that. So enjoy this like little tidbit right here. Okay. Okay. Um, should we introduce? Yeah. So we're with Callie, who is one of our awesome Patreon supporters. Yes. And Callie, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your Degrassi history. Okay. Well, I'm Callie. Um, I started watching Degrassi actually like back during my junior year which was so long ago now it's traumatizing <laughs> um junior sophomore year and I've always wanted to watch it like because it started, came out when I was a freshman okay. in high school and I'm like oh this show looks good so I, and then I started getting cable and then I became obsessed when I started watching it like really obsessed to the point of, I, I I still have, like, I used to make music videos back in the day on Windows Movie Maker when that used to be popular before <laughs> Sony Vegas came out. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm not that and um, I was on a few Degrassi boards, and I actually was looking through some of my old CD rums where I have, like, all the Degrassi Junior High episodes, all the... Degrassi episodes to season five. That's amazing. So, I bet you have a lot of cool, like, behind-the-scenes things that we've never even seen before on uh, those DVDs. Oh, they're not DVDs. I only have, like, a couple seasons. They were, like, recorded off, like, CTV. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> so then you get the original commercials, which is also always that fun. Amazing. Do you have original, like, music video commercials on there, too? I don't know. There was one commercial, though, that I always loved and was problematic, but at the same time, like, it's kind of funny. It was a Father's Day commercial. It was a father and son playing football. They're like, Father's Day. And then it's the scene of Craig beating Joey up. They're like, a Degrassi Father's Day. I remember that commercial. I do (laughs) not remember that commercial. Were there there a couple of commercials that was like, like a normal thing and like a Degrassi yeah. version of this. I, I feel so. like I remember those, but I don't remember what any of them were. <laughs> All I remember is the Father's Day one because it was like, that's just wrong. <laughs> I really was- hope that they did like a Valentine's Day one of Jay giving Emma a social disease. I feel like <laughs> that would have been great. Or like Craig destroying the hotel room or something. <laughs> yes. Also good. 
I know they used Good that days. scene in. I know they used that scene in the commercial. I think we've talked about it before when it was like he was like destroying the room, and then like the phone rang, and he and it was like, did you know that Degrassi is on at like eight seven Central on whatever? And he's like, wait, no, really? And it like edited <laughs> wow. it into that scene when after he just like, destroyed the hotel room. Cody might have talked about it on that episode. Um. <sighs> Oh, the end. What a love the end. I miss the end every single day. I wish the it, end. It a- I wish the end dot com were still around. Yeah. Did you also troll around on that website? <laughs> I was kind. I don't know. I'm like, I only watched videos. Like I used to watch O'Grady under. I love that was on. That was such a good show. It was so funny. Underrated show. Definitely ahead of its time. It was. It was definitely ahead of its time. Like I feel like that's a show that would be like really good and do well on Netflix right now. Like yeah. Clone High. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, Clone High was also good. So good. <laughs> like they're right up there. They could have been like good contenders, like with BoJack Horseman. Oh yeah, or even yeah. like Bob Bob's Burgers. Yeah. It's, like in line with that too. Oh, it was a great show. I loved it. H. John Benjamin was also the voice on that show. Yep. Um. All right. Well, do you, what other? I don't know how to do this. We're figuring it out. Um, do you have any like Degrassi opinions or like fan theories that you want to put out into the world? Oh my god, it's actually really unpopular, but actually, it was always my favorite. Oh really? Really? Yeah. Explain. Explain. I guess I was when I was like a sophomore. I was going through my angsty teen phase, so I could relate. That's very true. I'm like, oh. Which Ashley is your favorite, Ashley? Do you like... Season three, I think. Okay. So, like, rocker girl Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, post-goth, but still, like, more hardcore yeah. than season six, Ashley. Pre- yes. Post-goth, pre-London, in the middle, like, pre-love triangle or post-love triangle or, like, all of it? Oh, all of it. Okay. That awesome. I do, yeah, that episode, that Love Triangle holiday episode was definitely, I remember watching that live on TV. And I, remember I guess they it. won't be spending Christmas together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yep>. JT. <laughs> we just recorded yesterday um, the oh. the saddest JT episode. Oh, my God. The last. The one that yeah. rocked this town? Yeah, yep. we recorded Rock oh my God. Town and The Bitterest Pill with Cody uh, we did both of them with Cody yesterday and we were just like in my bedroom so sad <laughs> it yeah. was so depressing who um speaking of love triangles and sad who is your like ultimate Degrassi ship who's your OTP it's actually like pop maybe Craig and Ashley or maybe Sean and Ellie okay like okay. it was always those two I'm a big fan of Sean and Ellie I really and did like Sean and Ellie I know that like Sema, especially for Holland, is like end all be all. But I really yeah. like Sean and Ellie together. I thought that they were like well suited and just didn't get the kind of like time together that they deserved. Like I think if they were older, yeah. they would have like been able to like do something when they were like kind of figured themselves out a bit more. It was both good timing and bad timing for them. Like it was good timing when they got together, but the way that they ended was because yeah. of like bad circumstances, I guess. Yeah. And then Sean just, like, seemingly totally forgot about her and was like, I'm moving back for Emma now, I guess. <laughs> I was like, um, I will say I would have preferred Sean and Emma than, like, Spinner and Emma. That was, like, the most bizarre. I, I was like, what is this? I still don't understand how it happens because I don't, neither of us have watched 
how that even comes to be yeah so i'm sure we'll just, have a lot of feelings we have no idea i'm i like i this is about when i started dropping off actually yesterday was my first time seeing rock this town i hadn't oh seen wow it. i was like because i was like kind of touch and go for season six and season seven yeah. um and it just like ruined my life <laughs> so i don't know how uh emma and spinner get together but i'm sure it is weird i have no idea how it, it happens so uh even the actors are like, what? Okay. I know, because, yeah, I, we wa- I watched, like, when they were recording, I think, the reunion episode, Adamo, mm-hmm. like, interviewed all of the original people. And bo- he interviewed both Daniel Clark and Miriam McDonald. And they were both like, yeah, I don't really know why that happened. Like, Sean and Emma probably should have ended up together. <laughs> and I'm like, at least they also believe. <laughs> I think even Shane's like, um, this made no sense. Spinner should have been with Jane at the end. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Yeah, he was... I I saw bits of his relationship with Jane, and they seemed, like, really well-suited for I each other. Yeah. I don't remember seeing them. I think I dropped off before that was a thing. The last thing I really remember about Spinner is, I think, when he gets cancer. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. But even th- even th- in that period, I was that was when I was also very, like, fading in and out slash going away forever almost <laughs> um yeah it was like that and i remember sav's little sister had sent naked pictures to Do- johnny demarco and he like showed people and it was a drama i think that's yeah. all, like the last <laughs> plot point i remember watching <laughs> so we're in and, like simpson saw the pictures <laughs> Oh god. Oh, and he's like, oh my god. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh my god, I'm so ready. He's like, ah. <laughs> oh, poor Mr. Simpson. <laughs> so do you watch Next Class? Yeah, I have seen all of season three. I've seen all three seasons. It's really good, actually. Season three was the best, I think. Which is- that's what I keep that's what we keep yeah, hearing. Yeah, we keep hearing. And so I think that's what we're gonna do when we finish yeah. next gen. We're gonna go into next class like right away. Because people also keep reminding slash telling us that oh, like <laughs> most of the characters from Next Class start still start at like the end of Next Generation. Okay. So like we'll d- probably naturally get into it anyway. So what sort of stuff for Next Class do you think we should be like excited about or prepared for? They do a good storyline about the passion in season three. I thought, like where if you watch the like older seasons um like i guess season 12 to 14 it makes sense for season three like with what the character is going and they di- and they discuss refugee issues a bit oh cool oh, wow that's and see- Stephen- hmm? oh no i was just saying like um i was just thinking about like you know i feel like next class is so much more like socially and politically aware than next gen was it's very work. yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is good and- <laughs> Yeah. And what were you going to say about uh, Stefan oh. Brogren? Oh, he's basically like, it's everything Trump hates. I'm like, good. Oh, cool. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> which is, I love it. Which is everything that we like. So that's good. Exactly. That Amazing. is perfect. I'm, I'm actually, I'm getting, the more people tell us to watch Next Class, the more I'm actually getting kind of excited for yeah, it. Me too. Which usually is the opposite happens. When people tell me to watch something, it makes me not want to watch it. Me too. Yeah. It's why it took me like 
three years to get an Instagram. Like, yeah, it's I, if someone tells me to do a thing, I like just don't on principle because I get mad. Um, but no, I'm actually starting to get really excited about next class. Yeah, I'm ready for it. And the one episode we watched was pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. didn't hate it. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that Frankie girl, the one who you guys didn't like, oh my god, I hate her too. Okay, do people is she a polarizing character? Do some people really I like guess. her? I mean, some people do like her. There's just this issue where they kind of did a Steubenville storyline. Oh, gotcha. And I didn't like... She basically was kind of victim-blaming. She's like, well, you can't rape on someone else. I'm like, okay, please stop talking. Oh, Oh, man. That is going to definitely rub (laughs) me the wrong way. Oh, boy. Well, (laughs) I know know we were also dropped in to her storyline after she also did something kind of insensitive. So we were like... We had no like build up to what happened or whether it was a misunderstanding or I don't I don't even know. Like we didn't have any backstory, so we kinda got plopped into like her going through a rough time and we were like, Oh no, we hate this girl. Yeah, it was, I was just like it was one of those people kept like, Well, this is why you know, you should probably apologize and she's like, I'm sorry you guys were offended. I'm like Oh yeah. That is not an apology. Yeah. That's no. like Gretchen Wieners being like, I'm sorry that I'm so popular. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, that's like being like, I'm sorry your feelings were hurt. Like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. I'm sorry you it's... had a problem. Eek. All right. Well, I can't wait to not like her. <laughs> I like her a little better in season three, but that was just a rough couple times. I'm... Gotcha. Like... Who, when do we start seeing next class people in next gen? Is it like 12, mm-hmm. se- around season 12? Season end, like near end season 11, maybe? Maybe near end season, no, near end season 12, maybe, I think, yeah. Okay. Or maybe end of season, no, I think it's, sorry, season, near the end of season 11, because I'm trying to think of when that big storyline was that they did, another depression one, which was, and, and. Rough. <laughs> next gen just doesn't do things quite as well as I think next class does, but I think that's also just yeah. like how time yeah. goes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like learning from the past, I guess. Um so Callie, do you have any like final thoughts, things you have to get off of your chest? Things you need to say to the Panthers of the world. <laughs> Not that I can think of, except I'm really glad this podcast exists because I'm like, I can be like 16 again. Hey, that's why we love it too. <laughs> that's what we're here for. We're just really trying to be. Hold on to the past. Just early yeah. 2000s in our juicy couture sweatsuits, ready. But thank you so much yes, for thank everything. You for calling thank in. you for And we look forward to all of on. your emails. Yes. And- just okay. thank you again. No problem. And I, you will hear this. When does this one come out? I don't even remember. Like two weeks, maybe. It like It'll probably weeks. be okay. like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Uh, yeah, like a week from Wednesday, I think. Okay. Maybe. So, week and a half, two weeks, something like that. Super, so, we're super stocking up right now. So. Okay. <laughs> the schedule. Oh, is tonight the drug episode when Craig's like on cocaine? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. And taking back. And like. Do it to be smart. And Taking Back Sunday is there. Taking Back Sunday is there. <laughs> it's a delight. Get ready. It's going to be a good time. It's great. I remember um, Cokehead Craig. Oh, Cokehead oh, Craig. How could you forget? His one season so arc fun. as a drug addict. <laughs> two episode arc. Two episode arc. And Manny does it wants to be smart. I'm like, honey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh man, in home Annie. She's doing her best. All right. Well, thank you again. This was so thank much you fun. So thank you. Okay. And and thank you for donating to our Patreon. We appreciate no it. Problem. Very much. We really do. Yay, thanks. No problem. All right. So Thank you again, Callie, for talking to us. It was super fun. Um, and after we like stopped hitting record, we talked to her for like 10 more minutes. Because <laughs> so. we can't stop. Um, yeah. We have a tweet from El Guapissimo. Yeah. At Real Men Play NES. And uh, they say, for real though, can we get a one versus one lacrosse showdown between Alex and Regina George? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm here for that. That is the dream. Um, we also got a Oh, and he also says hashtag dream match hashtag fed. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I also wanted to just shout out to Ryan, who is another one of our Patreon supporters, who also emailed us after donating with a lovely email. Um, and just wanted to let you know that your reward stuff is on the way. We emailed you about it. Um, but speaking of Patreon, if you would like to become a Patreon supporter, you can find us there. Just Google whatever it takes. Um, we have different rewards for different monthly dollar amounts. Um, and one of the rewards is having a 10 minute call in guest spot like Callie. Um, but what if you care to donate any amount is great. We hit our first, um, reward goal. Uh, which means we're going to start doing some bonus episodes of Degrassi minis. So that's exciting. Um, but we also just found out that one of our microphones broke. Hence why we need a Patreon page. So we added more goals. Yeah. So check it out. It'd be cool. Um, otherwise, to be featured on Grapevine, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. You were on Instagram at um, DegrassiPod. We actually have... Oh, we got a uh, message on Instagram that I forgot to mention. Um, but it says there is a Degrassi mini where Sean talks to Ellie, like is the first person he talks to when he comes back from Wasega Beach or whatever that apparently explains a lot of things. So thank you to um, Pork Horse for telling us that. <laughs> um. But uh, we're also on uh, Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud, and we're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, it would be super cool if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us there. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a fan fiction between you and somebody in Degrassi on the spot, on the episode, and we have a lot of fun doing that. It's always a good time. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the good Panthers of the internet and the world? I'm actually going to recommend um, a comedy special that is on Netflix now. It's called Thank God for Jokes by Mike Birbiglia. We actually saw this stand-up special. Not like the special recording or even... It was before he even went on that tour last fall. Yeah, it was when he was still working it out. And we went together because 
we are we do everything together. <laughs> we're, we're attached to the hip. Um, My roommate referred to us as attached to the hip this morning. But it's on uh, Netflix now, and it's really good. It's so funny, so everyone should go watch that. It's awesome. Highly recommend. Um, I am going to recommend a podcast that's kind of new. Um, it's Kurt Brownoller, who's a, like just this amazing Hilarious. comedian, and um, Joe DeRosa, who's another really good comedian. Not normally my taste of comedy that I like, but he's really great on this. But it's a podcast, and it's called Emotional Hangs, and it's about these like two adult men like navigating adult friendship. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, like, I'll probably listen to that. It's really good. It's very funny, and they like. You know, they just like they talk. They're just so cool, and they. I do like Joe DeRosa too. They're both really good. I don't know, and I love Kurt Brownoller so much. But they're like, they're so cool. I don't know. <laughs> they're like they became friends. Like they're in their late thirties, and they became friends like in their mid to late thirties. So they're just like two adult men navigating friendship. <laughs> like, but they're it's they're awesome. That I've, I've listened to their episode. Like they both have had their own podcasts. Um, and they used to do like episodes, like minis, like of their episodes where they did like these emotional hangs and they would like talk about their friendship and like adult friendships in general. And now they just turned it into an entire podcast. <laughs> exactly. So now it's just a podcast and it's really, really good. That sounds great. Um, but that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.